Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hyro Glitch podcast with Nick and Nia. Today, we're going to be talking about Bigfoot. <laughs> Thank you, Nick, for that sound effect. <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited. But before we start talking about Bigfoot, what it is, what it may be, what's going on with that, where are they from, as much info as we can share. I wanted to add a little segment that is our quote of the week. So my quote of the week is, if the truth shall kill them, let them die. And that was said by Immanuel Kent, who was a German philosopher. Kant. Oh, Kant. Excuse me. (laughs) But I love this quote, like, if the truth shall kill them, let them die. That is so true. Like, we shouldn't shelter people just because the truth might be hard to accept you know the longer you hide the truth from someone it's always like more harmful to them when they finally find out you know it's like for instance if you let your kid believe in santa claus until they're 15 they probably are going to have no friends or be bullied because they still believe in santa claus so by you hiding the truth from them you're just hurting them um and what's your quote of the week um i've been uh for anybody who follows me on like Instagram or whatever, I've been balls deep in this fucking um, the Red Book by Carl Jung, which I think was like the last book he ever wrote. Uh, I have this like big list of esoteric books that um, I'm. I've been going down the list trying to read all of them for a couple of years now, and I've gotten pretty far along. And right now, I'm on this book. And uh, this is one of those books where it's like every page has at least like, you know, half a dozen quotes or like sentences that make you like stop and just be like, okay, I need to think about that for like 20 minutes now. But um, so here's one of them. Beware of knowing what lies beyond yourself or else your presumed knowledge will suffocate the life of those who know themselves. A knower may know himself. That is his limit. And I think that's very profound. It has to do with, um, I don't know, there's a lot of uh, implications there. But it's just kind of like one's pers- one person's reality may not necessarily be the other person's reality. It's like that image of um, two people standing on left and right, and there's a, a uh, nine in the middle of them. And so one person will see it as a six, and the other person will see it as a nine. Yeah. They're, they're both truths. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good quote. Yeah, accepting multiple truths at once is definitely a superpower. And that's one thing I want to say about us and our podcast is, like, I'm not afraid, and I don't think you are either, of being wrong. You know, I feel like we're just kind of trying to do our best to find the truth or at least share, you know, theories and hear from you guys. You know, I'm never going to say that we're experts on things or we are the only ones who know the truth or whatever, you know, you should be willing to expand your mind and you should be willing to be wrong, you know, and if you learn the truth and it kills you, I don't feel bad. (laughs) All right. So going into Bigfoot, I'm going to let you take it away because you are basically the closest thing to Bigfoot in human form, in my opinion. Uh, (laughs) well, um, all right, so where to start? Bigfoot, I mean, everyone at least has an idea of what Bigfoot is. All you have to do is watch Harry and the Hendersons. 
<laughs> but uh, so Bigfoot is like a humanoid creature that is from around the world. Cultures have different names for them. Um, you know, you have the Yeti, you have the Sasquatch, you have the Skunk Ape, you have the one from Australia, I can't remember right now. Uh, China has its own Bigfoot. It's around the world. And from what I understand, the West, or in particular America, is like the only really area in the world that's actually particularly interested in Bigfoot because most of the other world is kind of just like, yeah, it exists. Like, duh. Like, <laughs> we're, from like what I've heard on different podcasts and stuff, especially um, I was listening to the podcast Rune Soup with Gordon White and he was like, you know, you guys are really the only ones who think this is interesting. The rest of us are kind of just like, like, you know, yeah, it's around. Like, yeah. we all know that. That's kind of like a lot of cultures, at least I feel, they kind of accept that there's an afterlife. They accept that there's spirits and ghosts. Ghosts? I feel like I said that weird. Um, whereas other countries, or this country, I feel like people just want to deny it or like they're embarrassed to say they believe in ghosts. I feel like it's almost kind of seen as like, kind of like, you know, believing in Santa Claus. And I wonder... I guess that just means that we're an overly masculine society where we think we need our intellect to kind of define everything. Yeah, well, it's interesting because it's it's interesting to think why, like, it's so, there's such a push for it, at least in, like, mainstream, like, you know, media sources and stuff like that, for it to be seen as, like, silly or, like, the superstitious thing. Because it's, like, why, like... I don't understand what's so, like, unbelievable about the possibility of, like, a humanoid, ape-like, bipedal creature, like, around in the wilderness. Like, why is that so hard to, you know, fathom? It, so it's interesting. Like, why do they suppress it? Why does, like, nobody ever talk about it? I mean, just from the standpoint of, like, you know, how, like, Native Americans have different uh, names and legends for it. And, like I said, around the world. Uh, yeah, it's just very weird. But anyway, so Bigfoot is a huge creature. Um, some estimate that uh, it's full size, or it's at full size, it could weigh from like 800 to 1,000 pounds. Jeez. So it's like a fucking moose on its <laughs> hind legs walking around. And I was listening to some stuff recently in preparation for this episode, and um, some guy asked, like, well, is there any... Um, evidence around nature uh suggesting that you know bigfoot was around like is there any like you know animal carcasses or this and that or like specific wounds and there are accounts of deer around the wilderness in north america where their head is has been like ripped off like a fucking screw to the point where the vertebrae is actually broken and everything so it's like they twisted the head off that I actually want to get back to that in a minute when I share some of my research about taking off the heads, but continue. Yeah, and there's other things like there's, uh, I think they, um, I was listening to a lot of uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, who's a big researcher on Bigfoot, and there's like parts in British Columbia where there's like shells that are stacked a certain way, which like obviously no one except for humans would do. Um, you know, just weird stuff like that, which, you know, you can't really prove that it's Bigfoot. But then, like, for example, you see this, like, giant tree, like, that was uh, 
that fell in a certain way that seems unnatural and then you might see like a footprint or like an evidence of a giant footprint nearby or like maybe even like some hair or like some reddish hair on some vegetation um yeah there's a lot of uh it's a pretty fucking scary creature <laughs> I mean, there's even Bigfoot accounts that are on the news, like worldwide news. They're like, oh, someone sent in a picture of Bigfoot, and they said that they actually had seen this Bigfoot 20 years ago. And of course, like, that could be fake. But it, it, I don't know. Some of these stories just don't sound fake to me. Like, why would somebody... I don't know. Some of them just seem a little too real. And it's also like you would get made fun of if you came forward with that type of story. And they just like the news reporters always make a big joke out of it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it was Bigfoot and his mom are going to come. Ha 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 ha. Like, I'm so smart. I'm on TV. <laughs> yeah. And another uh, point for the uh, in favor of the existence of something like Bigfoot is, uh, like I said, this Dr. Meldrum. He estimates that there's only about 3,000 or so around the whole country. And so now if he, I think he said he's from like Idaho and he said there's probably only like 200, 300 in the state of Idaho. And if you think about that, he said that the, in Idaho, there's also about, you know, 10,000 black bears, some, something in the thousands. And he brought up a good point. He said, how often do you go in the woods looking for a black bear and you actually find one? It almost like never happens. You know what I mean? And so it's like, can you imagine how more difficult that would be to find a Bigfoot on that principle? I mean, so people are like, oh, why haven't we found one yet? It's like, well, it, I mean, the there's been species of animals that haven't been found uh, until up, up until recently. I mean, the world is fucking huge. And I think we could even argue that Bigfoot could actually be very intelligent. So not only does it have these primal instincts and qualities, it could be just as intelligent, maybe even more intelligent than we are. Um, I did read that there are some legends where Bigfoot actually can make fires or used to make fires um, when the Native Americans lived among them. And of course they stopped using fire once the settlers came because they didn't want to be discovered. Um, again, like obviously there's no way I could necessarily prove that, but there's a lot of accounts of it. Um, which kind of leads me into something that I found incredibly interesting. But actually, before we even go there, some people believe that Bigfoot is interdimensional. Some people believe Bigfoot might be, you know, maybe like a gorilla that was trying to become a man and then something happened. Maybe a human slept with a gorilla. Who knows, right? There's all these theories. But there is one other theory that I think is interesting that I don't think we can completely write off is that Bigfoot might actually be an alien whose original planet, which I think somewhere it said like Maldek or something. I don't know. But basically they were actually from a different planet that no longer exists because it was actually taken over by um, basically the Bigfoot species making bad decisions, letting technology control society. I'm pretty sure reptilians also had kind of gotten control. And so the story goes that their planet got destroyed by the reptilians and their bad choices. And so they've come to Earth to reflect and connect back to nature. And they hope that, you know, humanity doesn't repeat their mistakes. That definitely could be far-fetched, but I don't think we can completely write it off. You know, I think it kind of makes sense, and there are a lot of other alien races that people say their planets were taken over by the reptilians. Um, so if you're super open-minded, maybe Bigfoot's just an alien. 
Yeah, there's a lot of very fucking bizarre theories about Bigfoot and um, how it always, a lot of the sightings with Bigfoot always revolve around paranormal type shit, even like fairies. There's this one story I heard today from uh, Pennsylvania in the 1970s, and I'll do my best at at telling this because it's kind of a a little bit of a detailed story, but so these two guys were out in Pennsylvania somewhere and, uh, in the seventies and they saw like a UFO with like this big red light. And so they followed it to this field and it was like hovering, um, above the ground. And I think they got like the police sheriff and, um, they came back and there were these two big, or these two, giant hairy men, a.k.a. Bigfoot, with red glowing eyes walking along this fence line. And so one of them shot him, or one of them shot, like, above its head and didn't even, like, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And then he shot... And then apparently one of the guys shot one of the Bigfoot and, like, it sounded like a rock hitting a pond, <laughs> which is, like, what the fuck? And, like, so they have, like, glowing eyes. And then eventually they... They shot him, like, again, and I guess they kind of chased him, and they got away and whatever. And so the next day, one of the guys that had encountered this strange phenomenon um, started acting like a fucking lunatic, or he started acting like a crazy ape. He started running around howling and, like, just, like, just, like, picture, like, an ape going nuts. Like, he was acting like this beast and, like, no one knew what was going on. It was totally, like, not like him or whatever. And the dad even, or his dad said he, it, it seemed like he was, like, possessed by something. And so the next day or whatever it was, a couple of days later, he wakes up and um, they give him back his glasses. And the guy goes, oh, I don't need those. I'm fine. Like, he could see again somehow. And then apparently he also developed, like, prophetic abilities and... This isn't the only story about that. There are other cases of people who, like, after encountering Bigfoot, develop, like, kind of prophetic, clairvoyant abilities. It, it's fucking bizarre shit. Honestly, I, I definitely believe that story. Um, every single Bigfoot story or sighting, like, that people share, it's all very, very similar, which, again, makes it so weird. Like, how could you deny that so many people all over the world just happen to see the same thing, experience the same thing. Like, it can't be that all of these stories are made up. Because again, like, what do you really have to win from it? Maybe a couple people will believe your story, but most people will just think you're some nut who freaking smoked too many blunts in high school or something. Um, But I wanted to jump in and talk about something that is pretty crazy. So... Can I just say one more thing? Oh, you want to jump in? Sure, yeah. There's uh, one other thing I wanted to say. Um... There's some researchers out there that um, uh, think that Bigfoot has something to do with, like, the fairies of, like, Irish folklore and um, around the world and stuff like that. So um, in ancient Irish folklore, you would tap against a tree, in, like, according to legend, and it would open a door to, like, another realm or, like, into this mound or this cave or something like that it was had to do with tapping the tree and then where we heard that before in bigfoot sightings how they communicate with wood knocks they knock on these uh trees in order to communicate so 
I don't know, in terms of like the interdimensional quality there, it's also fascinating. But I also want to bring up how um, druids used to do that back in the day. They would knock on a tree in order to get... They saw the trees as kind of like oracles, so they would get like an answer to a question. And nowadays, that's where you get the saying, knock on wood for good luck. Like, you know, like knock on wood. Yeah. So it's, a, I don't know, it's just something to think about. It's pretty interesting. That is interesting that you said that because, um, so I teach Reiki level three, which is the master level. And I also teach a shaman meditation in that level where you actually do enter a tree and you like go down inside and then you like meet basically your spirit guides, your higher self or whatever. So that is pretty interesting. Um, I feel like they probably do work with fairies, but since they're interdimensional, they obviously can kind of work with like anything that's also interdimensional. Yeah, and I and that this isn't to say that um at least for me, uh I don't think they're only interdimensional. I definitely think that there's flesh and blood like real Bigfoot out there. But I also can't ignore the fact that so many of these sightings like either there's like UFOs around or like poltergeists happen. And so it's just like, and then that kind of ties into like the missing 411 with like the national forests and like Eisenhower's alleged deal he made with the UFOs back in the fifties. There's so much shit and it's so hard to find legitimate information because nowadays if you go on YouTube and you type in Bigfoot, it's like, Ooh, the history channel. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to believe that. Yeah. Like, yeah, because history channel and even history textbooks are so reliable and truthful. And even current news is so reliable and truthful. But anyways, I was doing some research on Bigfoot and I wanted to find the craziest story and that's what I found. So apparently in Oklahoma, in the United States of America, there was actually the Bigfoot Wars of 1855. <laughs> when I first heard this, I thought it was kind of like a joke. I was like, oh yeah, sure, like fighting Bigfoot, ha ha ha. But I don't know. Honestly, I think there might be something to this. What's really interesting is the captain of this battle or of the Native American tribe that was fighting the, the Bigfoot. Should I call them Big Feet? The Big Feet? Big Foot. <laughs> the clan of Bigfoots. <laughs> um, whatever is the proper way to refer to them. Our cousins. Our cousins in the woods. Um, there was a captain named Joshua Lafleur. Uh, all right, guys, I don't speak French, so, you know, I don't know. But Joshua Lafleur, and actually he was half Native American and half French, which I feel is important to point out. Uh, but he was very much respected by the tribe that he was from. And again, he like led this battle. So basically what went down, or at least what the lore says, is that there were a bunch of children that like kept going missing. And so they obviously all got together and were like, let's go find the bandits. Let's go find who or what are stealing these children. So they're traveling through the woods and eventually they like think that they spot something. Okay, they don't know exactly what it is, but I guess the captain had a telescope. And he's like, all right, I see something down there. We're going to have to go deep into the woods to get them. Um, and so they're approaching and then all of a sudden they're just hit with this like horrible stench. Like it just stinks so bad. The horses don't even want to go down there. It's just absolutely disgusting. So eventually they get to where they're going and they see piles of like dead kids. Freaking and they see these, you know, three big apes or what they think are big apes just eating these children. Right. 
So they come upon the scene, and at least how I pictured it in my mind, I just see, like, the big feet <laughs> just eating the kids, like, totally ignoring the humans. Of course, I don't know what happened, but that's how I would just envision it. And so, of course, like, they start shooting, right? They're like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm not going to just sit here and watch um, these weird apes eat these children, right? So the captain, he just go ahead, go ahead and, like, charges them, right? So he's shooting and shooting and shooting, and it literally does nothing. He's, you know just unleashing all the bullets and these were big bullets you guys this was back in 1855 all right they didn't have some little 22 like they had big bullets and big guns right so they're shooting and shooting and shooting it's not phasing the big foot at all like he's still trying to fight and um basically it goes that eventually they like all just sent a bunch of bullets into his head and finally that killed one of them but then the other one snuck up behind the captain and just clean ripped his head off which is interesting that you said that there were a lot of deer found with their head ripped off. So I think that really goes to show Bigfoot's strength. Um, there was even part of the story I read where like um, Bigfoot just like swung his arm and like totally made like a horse go flying across the woods. Oh, I hope you guys could hear my little cat. She just meowed. Um, but yeah, I mean, imagine going up against this like huge, what did you say, like 900 pounds bullets just bouncing off? Like it's crazy. And um, so yeah, they it ripped off the head of the captain and basically they go hunting after the um, third Bigfoot that tried to run and escape. And someone actually caught the Bigfoot and cut his head off, you know, basically to get even for him decapitating their captain. <clears throat> yeah, if you, and if you think about it too, uh, they say that um, a chimpanzee has the strength of five men. <gasps> so if you can imagine, like, again, something the size of like a fucking or the weight of like a fucking moose, I mean, it's got to have like ridiculous strength. But yeah, I've heard that story too. Um, there was also another one, another famous one near uh, <clears throat> Mount St. Helens of these uh, miners that got trapped in this cabin in this valley. I think it's called, I think it's called, known now as like Ape Valley. And basically all night they were just like assaulted by Bigfoot. Like they were just <laughs> hurling rocks at the house all night. And yeah, it's become this kind of legendary area. But do you really believe that Bigfoot eats people or eats children? Um, well, I definitely think they abduct children. There's definitely, there's definitely stories of that. That would make sense, especially since a lot of times they're seen with UFOs. So maybe like some of them work with like, I don't know, the greys or something. Yeah. Back to the, uh, Bigfoot having to do with like interdimensional kind of shit. Um, there's the story of this kid who got abducted by this, what he claimed was like a 13 foot large ape and he brought him into this cave what? and um uh the spirit like showed up into this cave while the ape was gone and was like you need to get the fuck out of here or else he's gonna eat you and the kid made his escape Damn. but um just jumping back to how i said it was it uh, a lot of people think that they might have something to do with like the fairies and you you might uh say like fairies are small by nature and that's true but a lot of fairies are also shapeshifters so they very well could, like, probably turn into something like that. I mean, who's to say? But the fact remains, like I said, there's a lot of paranormal shit attributed around Bigfoot. Well, honestly, I think Bigfoot 
could have like infinite possibilities as far as you know um alliances with different races as far as like if they eat children or don't eat children like i'm sure it's a really diverse kind of race and i think that since they are interdimensional they're probably way more in touch with their i guess superpowers i'll say that i feel like everyone has like for instance being interdimensional like i honestly think that it's possible for humans to also do all of that um and we're not exactly there yet but they probably have a lot more just connections you know just way more connections they're basically like us but way bigger way stronger and are aware of their potential well if you think about there's so many different um like uh offshoots of homo sapiens uh that have been found like uh, I'm trying to think. You know, there's like Cro-Magnon and all that stuff. So it's like, why would, you know, I wouldn't rule out the possibility that Bigfoot is some kind of like, I don't know if ancestor is the right word, but like maybe a relative to yeah. our race or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean, we're not that different. At least if you think about like when we were still Neanderthals, like weren't they super hairy, kind of like apes? So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Um, it could be some type of weird evolutionary thing where maybe they were like some type of Neanderthal, but then they had these like, you know, ancient secrets of, you know, I don't know, telepathy and things like that. And they wanted to hide from like the humans because the reptilians were trying to make us all deaf, blind and dumb and submissive. Well, I think it could definitely, um, as far as it's like origins, I think it definitely could fit in with, uh, kind of like that ancient aliens theory how um they interbred with us and created our race or they interbred with like a version of us that created the race that we are now and just on that notion alone they could have interbred with like a lower form of us back in the day that created a subspecies that is that remnants of them are still around and if you think about um the type of, uh, I guess you'd say, whatever, for lack of a better term, aliens that interbred with us. They were known as like the Watchers or the all-powerful ones or the the Elohim. So uh, naturally they had kind of um, metaphysical powers. So if they were to interbreed with like a lower form of hominid back in the day that was uh, previous to our race it would have kind of innately given them some sort of metaphysical powers so that's kind of interesting to think about too but i also feel like just regular humans have metaphysical powers it's just a matter of connecting with yourself enough and kind of strengthening those muscles yeah no i I, i'm not disputing i'm just saying that that uh to account for like the bizarre paranormal shit that follows them around there is this one story i was um listening to today from uh i think it was like the or some guy wrote it about it that uh in the 1800s but it was about this native american tribe that uh apparently there was one that lived amongst the tribe a sasquatch type creature and he was a healer he was actually like a shaman and he healed like a lot of like the people in the tribe and apparently he got he eventually he got sick himself and so when it was like his time to go 
he told the tribe to lead him out to this specific area of the forest and apparently a spaceship came down and took him away and yeah (laughs) dude that's insane i also just want to add really quick about the bigfoot war if y'all want to look into it apparently it was between bigfoot and the choctaws so if you actually wanted to do your own research um that captain joshua lafleur however you pronounce his name actually was a real person like there's actual literal evidence that he existed so why would they make up this story you know what i mean um i mean of course they could have i guess but what would even be the purpose of that um but it's just so crazy you know like how could you not believe in some type of bigfoot no matter if you believe he's an alien he's interdimensional he's our cousin and maybe it's all of the above you know maybe it's just a bunch of different versions of us or you know and even if you think about all these different alien races if we go into all of that like Maybe they're all just different versions of us. We're all just different versions and aspects and, you know, reflections of each other. And it's like, why wouldn't you believe it? Like, just what what do you gain out of being so close-minded? It's interesting that a lot of these famous reports are from, you know, a long time ago. Like the early 1900s or stuff like that. or Or at least you don't really hear about too many famous ones nowadays it might account for the fact that like as us as a society have have grown further and further away from nature maybe they've kind of just learned to shun us even more that's not to say that cases don't still happen but you never hear about like people staying in a cabin and all of a sudden there's like bigfoot showing Mm -hmm. up at your door and this and that and you know And, and it's also it's so goddamn hard to find a fucking reputable like case or anything i I don't know (laughs) maybe covid got bigfoot i'm just kidding (laughs) let's not go there tonight (laughs) um but yeah i mean who knows I, i it is hard to find something real because you obviously do get a bunch of idiots like wearing gorilla suits and going standing somewhere in the middle of the woods and taking weird pictures um, it is weird, though, that I've been hearing so much about, like, Bigfoot being a redhead. Do you think, like, every Bigfoot has red hair or just some? Well, like I said, there's different species of Bigfoot around the globe. And that you can even tell that just from examining their footprints. Their footprints are completely different, especially, like, if you go to, like, the Himalayan Yeti. It's totally different from the Sasquatch of here. Yeah, you know what? Actually, now that I had a second, it kind of clicked. Like, if you just think about, like, evolution. So, obviously, like, this, the Yeti would be white because it lives in the snow. So, then, you know, like, what I mean? So, probably, like, the red ones, the redhead ones probably live in, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the desert. Or I guess it doesn't matter. But you get what I'm saying? Like, probably just they're different colors depending on where they live and how they need to be camouflaged. Yeah, I don't think they would live in the desert, but I mean, it's interesting how there's there's that famous one in uh I think it's actually Florida, the skunk ape. There's that like famous picture of it where it's like behind these like tropical plants that it looks fucking weird as hell. Mm-hmm. There's this one guy that I'm trying to remember his name. My roommate from Vermont used to play his videos all the time, but he, I think his name is like Todd something. Todd. But he apparently he he 
took these pictures of like actual Bigfoot and it's like a par- it's supposed to be their face. Apparently he was like running from them and they were like kind of surrounding him and he snapped a couple s- pictures and these pictures are s- like so good. It's almost too good to be true, but I'm pretty sure he swears by them that uh, they're legit and he's had like plenty of, he's had like numerous Bigfoot account uh, encounters throughout his life. As far as finding, um, you know, what's real evidence, what's just some idiot trying to get internet famous, I feel like it's really up to your own intuition and how you feel about it. You know, I think it's totally okay if we all disagree. You know, maybe you believe that Bigfoot is part human. Maybe I believe it's an alien, you know, and I I think it's so annoying when people talk about this kind of thing and they argue like, no, Bigfoot has to be like this. You're wrong. Like, guys, like, don't don't bring that shit in here. You know, we just don't need that. If we're all going to believe in something weird, that's totally real, by the way. We just need to just love each other, you know, except that we're not going to agree on all the little details. OK, we're already talking about Bigfoot here. We don't need to argue over the details. Well, yeah, any any alternative research like this is going to be infiltrated. I mean, even look at the UFO community with, like, the fucking, that Corey Good and David Wilcock nonsense. It's just, like, totally polluting the waters of what brilliant researchers like Richard Dolan and fucking, um, uh, shit, Richard, Ho- Richard Hoagland, is that, his, I forget his name, but there's so many... There's so many good UFO researchers out there, but it's polluted by so much bullshit. Yeah. And it's the same with Bigfoot. Um, the best piece of evidence still to this day is that Patterson-Gimlin... Gil, I forgot how you say their name. That famous footage from, I think it's like the 60s, where he's like walking into the woods. Yeah. It's like that grainy one. They still can't disprove that to that to this day. Yeah, and they probably didn't have, well, I mean, they definitely didn't have the same technology that we have today. Like, you know, that'd be so much easier to be faked now than back then. And even back then, like, why? (laughs) You know, like, why fake something like that? Um, I don't know. Honestly, the more that I hear about, like, Bigfoot and UFOs, I'm honestly starting to genuinely believe that Bigfoot is an alien. um, Because I just don't see why not. You know, why can't he be an alien? I mean, technically, we're aliens. We literally live in the middle of space in some weird galaxy. You know, why not? But honestly, if any of you guys have experienced some type of Bigfoot encounter or you know of someone who's had a close encounter with Bigfoot or maybe thinks that they have, I would love to hear your story. You could email it to us at thehieroglitchpod at yahoo.com. Yeah, I think this has been a great episode. What do you want to add well i just wanted to say there are cases um where bigfoot apparently has like disappeared and again i think this has and it's also i'm pretty sure uh the skinwalker ranch um there's been a couple cases of like bigfoot coming out of like a portal there if you ever look at skinwalker ranch uh bigfoot um is like the least bizarre thing that happens there (laughs) there's like so much fucking weird shit and it's the same for that missing 411 that happens around national parks uh just crazy so if you get into that research and there's so much reports and um testimonies from people that you like can't really ignore it and some of the stories are just so goddamn bizarre like you couldn't even make it up in your wildest dreams 
So again, it's like, why would Bigfoot not be real? Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah, and it's just like how, um, you know, for years, people have been saying, oh, I had a close encounter with an alien, and everyone laughs, oh, ha, 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 we received a report that this person saw a UFO, yeah, I'm sure they definitely saw some little green Martian, lol, blah, 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 right? And then now they're saying, oh, yeah, we're going to be disclosing some freaking hardcore alien and UFO information, so... Get ready, guys. Probably in the next freaking 10 years, they're going to be like, oh, by the way, remember how we laughed at you guys for saying Bigfoot's real? Oh, yeah, he is real. And we're going to interview him at 5 o'clock. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever really make a... They, they'll probably just always try to brush Bigfoot under the, you know, under the rug. But like we were saying in our last podcast, it is going to be interesting with this alien disclosure shit. Um, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? <laughs> but... If you ever look into the research of Richard Dolan and Joseph P. Farrell and people like that, they talk about this breakaway civilization having to do with, like, missing trillions. For example, like how Donald Rumsfeld, before the before 9-11 happened, came out and announced, oh, yeah, by the way, we're missing $2 trillion. <laughs> it's just like, oh, all right. And it's like, well, where... And then Catherine Austin Fitz talks about how there's, like estimated to be around 30 trillion missing so it's like where is all this fucking money going it's like i get it there's like underground military bases and all this stuff like that not least like all this antarctica research that's happening and everything but um who knows where all that money's going and there's uh a case to be made that it could be going off planet and that's why they're talking about that's why donald trump launched this like space force thing when he was president and why they're talking about mining asteroids because the uh the yield from something like that could be in like the trillions of dollars it's just it's crazy ass shit i'm sorry y'all but i am going down with this ship like i am not you will never see me on no spacecraft headed for mars okay that's just not happening if i was meant to be on mars the good lord would have put me on mars all right so you guys please take care of the earth i'm not trying to leave it and aliens are real. You literally can't deny it at this point. And honestly, if you're a Bigfoot denier, you're just boring. That's honestly what it is. You're boring and you can't accept that your little precious beliefs are probably wrong. Um, so you might want to do some inventory on your beliefs because it's probably not the only thing that's a bunch of rubbish. But anyways, I'm ready to veg out on this Monday night with my love here. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And next week, I'm sure it's going to be just as interesting. Bye, guys. See you later.